afternoon. Um, I'm just sort of sat by myself again at lunch. Um, I haven't actually thought about uh, what I'm going to talk about at all. I just figured I will uh, sort of kill some time by speaking to myself. Um, it's quite interesting, really. Uh, the setup of the room is a little different to what it normally is. Um, the There's kind of like a new like guideline in place. I mean, it's probably worth me noting. We are still kind of in lockdown. Things have been, um, you know, loosened a bit, but um, I think the distancing is pretty much well established at this stage. Like, um, so while you're able to do certain stuff, like, you know, be in people's gardens and hang out and stuff, you, I think the kind of the distance that you keep yourself away from people is probably going to be the, the, the main thing now. And um, in this room and in all of the rooms in the building, um, like kind of the setup's changed a bit and it kind of looks like maybe a ghost came in overnight and just moved things just ever so slightly, but enough that it's obvious. So all the chairs in this room are kind of like facing, well, not facing, but they're sort of sat against the the walls. So it's kind of like, it's almost like a, like a really sort of weird coliseum where someone might sit in the middle and, well, maybe not sit, but stand in the middle and like perform for us. It's kind of a bit odd. Um, because I think it's something to do with like in a building of a certain type, you have to have 30 square feet for one person, which feels like a lot, feels like a lot of square feet. So anyway, I am the one person in this 30 square foot um, bit. Um, and I have like six chairs for friends. So that's nice. Um, no. Yeah, six. So yeah, there's that. Um, it's quite windy outside. Um, the... I think it's probably about 30 miles an hour is the standing rate. And then you probably got generally gusts are about 10 miles an hour on top of that. So yeah, gusts of a strong 40 miles an hour. There's a, um, like a light, like a street light just outside the window that I can see here shaking, um, which always, kind of concerns me a little bit because um, like I just I have like quite a strong image in my head of the kind of the cover of the light just falling off from that height and just smashing on my head um, obviously a bit of an irrational fear but that's one of them um, and I actually think it's perfectly rational it's possible therefore it's rational um the the other thing is like the the building I'm in 
it's kind of surrounded by fields or there's a, at least a few fields in view and um, the the fields because they've kind of not really been cut as much as they would normally be there's like real long kind of hair like grass in them and um don't know they're kind of rippling like waves in the uh in the wind it's really rather nice it kind of looks like a real life studio ghibli kind of film except for the fact that you're uh you have an office job and there's kind of no um there's no magic or um romance to be had that i'm aware of anyway if there is no one told me about it um so yeah um this is nearly a five minute segment so i might just um kind of pause it here and uh, i'll come back with something actually to say hello again um so even though i was i i kind of spoke about age last time out I think I basically just got um, lost in the uh, the notion of pottering, which I think is absolutely fine. I, in fact, it's probably the essence of pottering. Um, so I'm okay with that being a thing, but there were some other things that I have been thinking about over the past, like, I don't know, a few days. I'm nearly a week into being 25 now so there's kind of um like I've, I've i've got some some days under my belt and i've been thinking um one of them is i wonder if um like i i, I wonder if i am now actually kind of old um because i think at best my youth is clinging on, but at worst, it's kind of very much over the hill. Um, and I say that because I'm kind of starting to feel my own physical limitations now. Like, back in the day, wouldn't think twice about, you know, going out and playing football with my mates for seven hours or so and being able to do it again the next day and again and again and again. And... You know, it pretty much takes something catastrophic to take you out of action. Whereas now, <laughs> like, if I'm working out, I pretty much just wake up the next day and there's, like, a different pain, like a new pain that I've not noticed before. And, um, like, that's okay. I can... Um, I've I've kind of come to terms with it now. It's probably something that's happened. It's kind of crept up over the past maybe six months to a year, but I just find that funny, and I I do wonder if that's like my first real sign of aging, because I do find it I find it interesting how I think with most people you don't really realise that you're old until you're old. Now, there's nothing wrong with being old, but, you know, I think sometimes people get to an age and then they kind of realize, oh, I can't 
do that thing that I always said I wanted to do. You know, I put it put it in the in the next day's pile, and then that just piles up and up and up and up, and it becomes you know just untenable, like a like your mailbox because you know. Yeah, I, I've also kind of another thing I've learned with age is like you'll never clear your, your inbox, um, and that's quite a nice piece to have actually to realise that my mailbox is going to it's going to have a little number in brackets next to it forever, and that's fine. That's fine. I used to sort of stress about it when I was nineteen. Now, it's kind of a don't know something that welcomes you in the morning um but yeah like another thing i was thinking about is like what stage will i start having a fall instead of falling over because i quite i quite like it actually because it's like the way i view having a fall is um it, it it's almost like it's not really in your control like the fall is there and you're having it whereas falling over is kind of like oh i'm falling over you know it's your verb you own that fall and, and you've done it um and i just i think i'm kind of on the verge of having falls now <laughs> happens a couple times a week really like where I might be on the stairs and I'm thinking to myself there'll be a moment where I'm pretty precariously high up on the stairs and I'm thinking I'm about three degrees away from just falling backwards and probably dying um, I probably need to address that I think I might I might now always have my hand on the rails on stairs that's another sign of age I'm going to have my hands on the rails now just to protect myself from myself <laughs> from the falls that I now no longer have control over um yeah I was also talking to uh I believe a 21 year old person recently they were talking about how they sit down in the shower sometimes to think which you know I have my own opinions on that as a concept um and I guess I'll share them because where else would I share them um, I disagree with it as a concept. Um, I think it's quite, I think it's quite strange, really. You know, um, the only time I can think of it really happening is in Casino Royale. After, uh, like, it, I think there's <laughs> there's like a particularly gruesome scene where Eva Green shoots some fella. She's got like. Yeah, she shoots a fella, and there's like yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Great film though, and she's in the <laughs> she's in the shower sitting down crying, and uh, don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny. It's quite quite an impactful scene. Um, that's the <laughs> that's the only time I'm imagining I can kind of visualize it. So you know, I imagine this person I'm talking to isn't going around shooting people every day so that is just what they do in their normal circumstance um, and yeah I just can't really get on board with it but second reason why I can't get on board with it is because I I can't for the life of me imagine how I could get up from sitting down in the shower 
it's just it's an incredibly slippery enterprise it's a very slippery enterprise and um i feel like your net position at the end is that of a negative one um i just feel like the extra the extra bits and pieces that you're gaining out of um sitting down in the shower aren't really making up for the fact that you could just so well easily slit you know and really really like sort of shatter your coccyx maybe break your neck um all kinds of just slippery limb injury action can happen and i i can't i just cannot get on board with it um but i believe it's probably got something to do with my age so i think i'm 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 quite enjoying identifying these little kind of quirks in my life that are cropping up now where i'm now sort of seeing my age and i'd quite like to chart them because i don't think as an as a race we've ever really properly charted the aging process we've been too kind of you know um i'm not quite sure what the word is we've been too uh, uh like our, our we've been too secure about our youth and then it's gone and i don't even say that in a particularly bad way i just think i think the shame there is not that your youth goes it's more that your your you don't chart your transition from youth to kind of um real adulthood we'll say um because i think that's all part of it really i like to know when i um when i began this little quirk when you know when i'm in my 60s i'd quite like to remember i'd like to be able to sort of look at a timeline of myself aging and have a little laugh about it so yeah um there my thoughts on age right now i'm going to continue to have a little think about it as we go on i'll probably just touch on it every now and then and um yeah I'll uh, be back with some more chat and it'll probably, I hope it has nothing to do with cake because I realised the past two episodes I've been talking about cake and I think it's painting me out to be a bit of a, um, you know, gluttonous, uh, gluttonous pig, I think I said last time out. So, yeah, that's not the case. Um, so I'll think about something other than cake for next time I talk, which will be in about three seconds time. Goodbye. Good evening. Um, it's been a, probably a few days since I last um, talked to myself in a, uh, in a room. And uh, here I am. Um, we're at the end of a bank holiday. It's about 8pm 
on Monday night. So it's back to work tomorrow, which is kind of okay. I don't mind work so much, but you know, there's always a sort of kind of a, a, a low level melancholy around this uh, this time. It's kind of strange, really. You just get used to the things that you like, and as soon as it's taken away from you, it it it, it stings ever so slightly. A bit like you know, this. Every time that you have a couple of days off work, you you actually see what what life could be like. Um, and then you have to go back to work, and it kind of always hurts. You get back to work, and things are actually okay, and you get used to that, and then it's a big old cycle of kind of um bit kind of like a, a gentle roller coaster like the ones that i would actually go to at a theme park because i'm definitely not ever going to go to um a theme park and do anything that's that looks like i might die on it and i've never understood why anyone would do that um but you know that's just me i'm kind of risk adverse um today i play golf and I played terribly. I played about as bad as I think I ever have um, since I was able to actually play anyway. So obviously the first, I don't know, maybe the first 50 times you play golf, I would say. Possibly as much as 50. Um, you cannot expect to play well, I don't think. You can you can play well for your level, but you will not play well against a good benchmark. Um, and I need to make it very clear that my benchmark is low. It's remarkably low. And I'm not meaning low scoring. I'm meaning low quality. It's low. Um, but yeah, today I was terrible. I won't get into the real, you know, nitty gritty of it, um, because to be honest, I'm not your man for for nitty gritty golf chat. I lost about, I'm going to say, minimum ten balls. Now, golf balls aren't expensive, but they're quite nice. You know, the the little um, the little dimples in them. And kind of a little stamp on them and stuff. And, you know, if you have any sort of real pride, you tend to buy yourself some relatively nice golf balls. So I bought kind of like a big box of of 100, I think, for about 30 quid. They were all Nike balls, and they're kind of like, they're what are called reclaimed balls. So presumably someone goes around and finds a bunch of balls that are all lost in these, you know, all kinds of golf courses around the world. They then kind of clean them up and then sell them on again. Um, and I buy them. Um, so what's kind of cool about that is you get like random stamps on them, someone that owned it previously. And it's kind of cool. You get to get to see some cool ones. Like I've had Coca-Cola balls and FedEx and all kinds of things on them. Um, sometimes you'll get like American college balls and stuff, and that's kind of cool. Uh, doesn't matter though, because I'll hit them all in the, all in the forests. 
um, around the golf course I play. Every single ball, whether it's nice or terrible, you know, it indiscriminately is just lashed into wooded areas. And um, I'm not really one for looking for them. Occasionally, you know, I do, but I, I, I'm not going to look for much longer than a minute. Um, I mean, even if, if that, if that, um, and I wonder if that's mostly just because it hurts, it hurts to lose a ball, um, because you see it, you just watch it as well, because you, you know, you hit your shot and you see it rise or in some cases not rise, but you just see where it's going and there's nothing you can do to stop it. There's no one, you know, there's no safety net. It's just. You know, bounce, hop, in, gone. Um, quite hard to take. Yeah. But yeah, I played really bad. Um, and it's been kind of... It's been making me think about kind of how... Like... From a sporting point of view. I'm not a natural sportsman. And it's really frustrating because I, I really like sport and I've played, at least played, quite a lot of it back in my, oh, I was going to say prime, but to be honest, I should be nearing my prime. Um, and unfortunately, I'm not sure I'm on track, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, sport is probably not something that does come naturally to me. I'd say the one the one sport that I feel most comfortable playing is probably 40 uh 40 i'm not even sure what 40 <laughs> i'm not quite sure mm. i sincerely hope that i've not just said 40 there instead of footy because firstly i've never say footy and secondly that's a huge brain fart no the one sport i do like is football but that's because i've been playing it since i was six or I had been playing it since I was six, you know. We're talking at least a decade of regular training, weekly training, and weekly matches. Um, and to be honest, you'd be training probably more than once a week because you'd be, you'd be um, playing at school as well. And yet, at football, while I had my kind of moments and, you know, I had a couple of go-to things that I could do. Yeah, I wasn't special, not by any stretch of the imagination. And so when I pick up new things like golf, you know, I realize my limitations. Any able sportsman, um, you know, I've, I've played golf with a lot of good golfers, and they tell me what to do, and it doesn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense. I don't know what to do. And I I try to do the things that they do, that they tell me to. Um, and it, it seems to get worse, which, if anything, to me, is kind of the biggest sign that the universe is telling me that it's probably not for you. So this is the right thing for you to do, and it's getting worse. So it's almost like, you know, if I was to do everything by the book, textbook, um, it would be the worst possible outcome. 
because I'm I'm not supposed to be doing that sport. So really, for me to be getting by properly in sport, I probably need to be doing everything as wrong as possible. So so as to kind of trick the universe into thinking that maybe I'm not quite doing the thing that it thinks I'm doing. And I kind of sneak sneak under the radar. That's what I'll tell myself, maybe, when I'm playing, you know, incredibly poorly. That this is all just a big ruse, and one day it'll all kind of, it'll all come together. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I've been rattling on for a while now, um, so I might just call it there. Probably going to have, a, you know, another think about this at another time. It's probably worth pondering. But anyway... Um, have a nice day ahead or whatever it is and I will speak to you again goodbye